Welcome to Blockchain Recorded, the podcast for the tech curious, where we talk about anything and everything related to the exponentially evolving crypto, blockchain, and Web 3.0 space. Our mission is simple, to share knowledge, facilitate discourse, and help evolve education in blockchain fundamentals, decentralization solutions, and relevant use cases for today's digital economy. We at Blockchain Recorded are not registered investment advisors and do not deal with financial or trading token elements, nor offer any licensed financial services. The content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only, while the opinions of all parties involved are their own. I'm your host, Nina Tserar, and now let's talk blockchain. So before I introduce our guest today, I have a couple of brief updates for our community. We invite everyone to join us on Twitter Spaces, where we pre-stream each episode the day before it goes public on all major podcast platforms. For the platform list, visit our website, blockchainrecorded.com. We also have an NFT program with Blockchain Recorded Community NFTs. These can be claimed from our homepage. So check us out, visit our website, and follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for updates and potential airdrops. This episode is dedicated to the Web3 Stronger Together ecosystem initiative and its first virtual summit, which took place between March 1st and March 4th, 2023, in Evelyn's Metaverse, a virtual platform uniting several hundred Web3 leaders and thinkers, over 100 projects and speakers, and over 5,000 attendees from across the world. The purpose of Web3 Stronger Together, with which Blockchain Recorded is a proud media partner, is to demonstrate to the crypto community that the Web3 ecosystem is strong, solidary, active, and committed to furthering innovation, despite the status of the market and nature of price speculations. It emphasizes the importance of fairness, inclusivity, diversity, and sustainability to furthering healthy Web3 fundamentals. The summit included many panel discussions with assigned topics, which Blockchain Recorded is redistributing in audio form. The first panel discussion on March 1st covered the topic of innovation in the metaverse. The speakers were Tom Fisk, the editor at Immersive Wire, Chloe Hackard, the co-founder and CEO of Kai Chloe Cloud, Christian Jumlet from Enabler for You, and Ravi Verma, director of technical support at Druba. The speaker group defines the metaverse and discusses gamify and virtual reality influence as well as use cases, especially in the educational and medical fields. The following is the panel's discussion hosted by Laurent Perello, the leader behind the Web3 Stronger Together ecosystem initiative. We do apologize for the poor audio at times due to choppy internet connections. We edited the recording to the best of our ability. Welcome for this uh, first uh, yeah. panel discussion for this uh, First, Web3 Stronger Together Virtual Summit. I say it again, I'm totally excited, a bit uh, <laughs> stressed, impressed, but I'm really glad or not to uh, have uh, on board uh, and here on stage, uh, this virtual stage. So uh, amazing people. Just for the little story, uh, all the speakers have submitted uh, an application and I took the time to discover all of you guys because I know some that uh, most of you I have discovered what you are doing, uh, who you are. And uh, trust me, I spend a lot of time. <laughs> I dive in your social media profile and so on. For me, it's already uh, a success when I have a look to our website, the speaker page, when I see so different face, so different person, so different personality from all around the world. This is a, a real proof of diversity, inclusivity, and it's some of the value we want to um, to share during these uh, few next days. 
and uh, through what uh, we plan to do for the long run. So uh, thanks for being there. I would like to welcome uh, Chloe Akar, Tom uh, Fisker. Sorry, guys, if I uh, misspell uh, your name. Remember, I'm a French guy. And even if I uh, speak English on a daily basis uh, till the end of my life, I think I will have to <laughs> improve my English. Uh, thanks, uh, Christian Jumelin. And uh, hello, Ravi uh, Verma. We, I will, we will um, today talk about innovation in the metaverse, how GameFi and virtual reality can enhance customer experience. I'm really excited and uh, impatient to hear your, your point of view about it. But first, I would like uh, to, to let you uh, introduce yourself in a few words, who you are, uh, why you are involved in, in Web3, and, uh, and then uh, let's dive into this uh, panel discussion. Chloe, up to you. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here also. And it's funny because you're talking about how much you've seen many different people coming to the Web3 space. And I was just in the NFT Paris few days before and it's the same uh, reflection came to my face. I was like, wow, it's amazing how much diverse and people from very different uh, horizon and style. It's like you feel like you're in the world where people are completely themselves and just embracing their innovation and try to play with it. And but yeah, so just to present me quickly, um, I'm a self-entrepreneur and innovation addict. Uh, I've been working in Orange Innovation with like a telecommunication uh, group in France. Chloe, it seems we, we lost you. Uh, we will uh, give the mic again to, to Chloe later. Uh, maybe Tom, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. So. My name is Tom Fisk. I am the editor of the Immersive Wire, which is a publication that specializes in... <laughs> my, my apologies. <laughs> I saw it. Um, and basically, I analyze the space and I look at all the news stories when it comes to Web3. It's been an interesting couple of years, let's put it like that. And it looks like 2023 will be interesting as well. But we're going through a strange economic time as well, and I'm interested to see how that's going to influence everyone too. Look forward to chatting and seeing everyone. Nice to meet you, uh, um, Christian. Welcome. Bienvenue. I'm um, here to share some uh, good uh, moment. As you understand, veteran within this uh, space, uh, I'm born in '61. It's a lot. It's a and uh, I am. Um, I am excited to share. Good and also a lot of things we work because I know the launching worldwide in DeFi uh, when we start internet with the web one and uh, web three and it's an exciting moment today to work all together with the rotor around the world in order to cover some good and enhanced brand would like to go in Steve's space, but also that combined with artificial ins. And for me, is really in. Uh, today, I uh, located the uh, headquarters in close uh, from Can and Bay, and I am a chief executive of my phone the company, and I support several uh, trademark to accelerate 
the business development is a different company. Thank you, Laura. Thanks to you, Christian. Welcome again. Ravi, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on this panel. I'm excited equally, just like every other panelist on this panel today. I'm glad to be here. Technology brings us together from different parts of this world. And uh, looking at the topic that we have today, uh, when I had submitted my request to be a panelist or a presenter, it was a huge list. Now, I must admit that that huge list had everything which was elite in itself. I had to kind of scrub through many of those and then finally I came up with the uh, topic that we are talking about today. Uh, it kind, kind of overlaps with what I do in my day job and to give you a little bit of an insight about me, I am uh, someone who has been in data protection for about 18 years now and as they say that uh, this age and time is about information. I'm glad that I have spent that time with data so with so, for so many years that now I can make uh, and understand what's going on. And with the current uh, macroeconomics that's going on, uh, it still gives us that understanding of that data is going to save us wherever we are. Uh, and with the technology such as Web3, VR and AR, I believe uh, it keeps me active and excited about the technology for the future as well as the use cases that we will obviously talk about today. So I'm going to pause because I'm not going to stop <laughs> unless you stop me. I'm going to pause and give the mic back to you uh, so that we can have that discussion. But I'm, I must say I'm very excited. Welcome again, Ravi. Uh, Chloe, uh, I give you again uh, the, the mic. Yeah, I don't know where to stop, but I'm going to try to be quick. Just say I was saying... Um, um, I used to be working in innovation and especially in Samsung when I um, immersed uh, clients to what could be the future of uh, their industry. So I emailed them and showed them many use cases, uh, combining many different technology and also uh, especially VR. And I did it for many years and since like a year I have been into Web3 and blockchain and I'm trying to spread the world about all of this subject, make it more accessible. So I'm also talking about this a lot online, especially through Meta Magmedia, which is a place where we invited many people, many builders to talk about uh, what they're doing and how they're improving uh, the market using innovation through blockchain, NFTs, metaverse and so on. Welcome again, uh, Chloe, and uh, thanks uh, uh, you guys uh, to, to, to be there. So now let's dive in, in the topic. Oh, it's all about innovation in Metaverse. How GameFi and virtual re reality can enhance the, the customer experience. So uh, first, guys, quickly, could you in one sentence define what is the Metaverse for you? I'll begin. Uh, I like to think of it as the evolution of the internet. I do believe to an extent that there's multiple threads when it comes to it. So uh, there's an ownership aspect. I appreciate this is a Web3 discussion. So I do think there's an ownership aspect to what the future of the internet could look like. But based on my experience, I do think spatial as well, an element of new spatial technologies and how people interact with each other. The Meta has just unveiled its roadmap for the next four years, which includes three new Quest headsets, which would be insane, which which which, in, which indicates a level of like virtual reality and elements, which 
maybe coming up in the future. Christian? Sure. Yeah. Well, if to, to give in one sentence, really is the metaverse because it's something as a strategy and they have some fears in order to go the metaverse. And when you are, when you are a provider, give some input to the brand like today, uh, if you want to help, come on with me in the metaverse, the best case is your case. When you are invited people for a need, to discuss in our desk to give slices, it's a good way. But one day you are going to a brown in order come on guy to have an experience I have is a not just a question of fright that is because we have we have to give information more to the brown in order to explain why both us to be Thank you. Rami? Thank you. So, in a single sentence, if I have to define Metaverse, I want to kind of talk about it in, in a way that it has evolved from Web 2.0, which means the social connectivity which brought us inside our homes, yet got us connected with everyone that we wanted to. But it kind of uh, removed the factor of the touch. We couldn't touch anyone when we are in Web 2.0, but that's the problem that Web 3.0 or Metaverse is going to solve because now we will be able to be present virtually wherever we could not and experience and feel the, I think the experiential word is more relevant with Metaverse and to sum up, it's like Meta and Verse. Meta is ourselves and another version in a universe which is going to be virtual for us. Thank you. It's interesting. I often say that it's not a question of uh, metaverse. In fact, it's a uh, it's a question of uh, meta multiverse. Because if, if 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 we consider the universe now, we assume that it's most probable that it's a question of uh, multiverse. So we will see certainly metaverse in the multiverse and multi metaverse in our universe. True. Uh, True. Yeah, exactly. With this um, multiverse, where I use. I like to think about metaverse, like, as you say, like just about an evolution of the internet. So when we go on the internet, for example, we go on, we used to go like on this website and then with our phones, we used to go on this application or this application. And then we can like say that this application could be just a metaverse and then it would be just a multiple application on together was going to make makes a full metaverse but it's all about are we going to make inter oh, interoperability in between them so like for me it's just like today we use a computer or we use a phone to get connected to each other and then maybe tomorrow we can use something else and today as we see internet it's like when we are not on internet there's still stuff going on because there's still people on it and playing with it, doing many action, uh, like commenting, sharing, creating content and stuff and so on. So like for me, the materials is just going to be the continuity of all of this, where it's just be just connecting to a world with still going on. And it's just going to be a different way to be connected to, to each other, actually. 
but it's just like an evolution. You know, when 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 I was a child, I was uh, fascinated by uh, sci-fi <coughs> and uh, reading yeah. about uh, teleportation. And now we will be able to teleport ourselves, traveling from one metaverse to another one, and enjoy a different experience. So let let's uh, now come back to the topic. Uh, how um, GameFi, uh, virtual reality can help brand companies, uh, startup to deliver a new customer experience, uh, a new customer journey. Uh, you guys, have you uh, some vision, some point of view? Have you some use case in mind? Yes. So, especially for Gamify, uh, and Gamify being part of uh, the industry since a few years now, and I could from my own experience, what I've seen is there's a company that has used Gamify really amazingly and, and how they have influenced customer education. Uh, to name it, is it's the sales force of the world that I've seen that they've used gamification in their education portion where they kind of educate customers and anyone who it could be could have got a platform called as Trailhead where they have kind of gamified the whole education experience. Anyone who wants to learn about Salesforce can go and roll in that uh, trailhead website and go through the whole journey. And it has imbibed the culture of kind of challenges, points, rewards, uh, progress tracking, you name it. All kinds of flavors of gamification is present there. And from that, if you want to evolve uh, and bring it to Meta or, or Web3, you have to have those digital assets that you can use to again use it in the same form of tracking progress or to have a challenge and, and quest. Uh, it is definitely going to help for any technology company to kind of uh, engage with their customers and encourage the customers for a higher level of adoption, be it their product or be it their education services that they bring in to ensure that the customers learn about their product on how to use it in the best way possible. My advice, yeah, uh, yeah. Just to, just to quickly dive in on this as well, I just want to support um, Ravi's point. I think that's exactly the kind of area which they want to focus on. I also suspect that come throughout this year, it's only going to be areas that get more and more interesting as well. And I think it's only going to get more stuck a bit too. I just have the strong suspicion that the economic malaise we are proceeding through is one which is going to be resolved over time as. China opens up as uh, as the UK in the country I'm in opens up as UK does as US does as well. So it's a hope as well to an extent, but we'll see as well. Thank you, uh, Christian. We we are both uh, web veterans. Uh, what is your point of view, having uh, been part, taking part in uh, what we call you now Web One, Web Two, and you now being involved in, in Web Three? Uh, we have seen a lot of uh, change in, in business and uh, even more in, uh, let's say, uh, customer experience, customer relationship management. What do you think we will uh, see first as a real strong and, um, let's say, massive use case? It's difficult um, to deliver. Why? When I was young, I was going the first time to Walter Studio. I was with this uh, one business. I saw a lot of immersive things. In my opinion, for the next future, when we are and not metaverse and non health experience, but the next step, really the next step. And uh, Large, called the one communication corporate. 
we will see a lot of new coming from this city with Warner Communication Incorporated, with one of the Netflix providers, and and it will be immersive because I want to be the immersive course. And I don't know any any application able to dig. I will say give to the ground trademark an immersive experience. For me, if we are doing web one, web two, and blah, 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 three, or maybe web four, it's not enough. Because to am in the reality, we have to get to on. Uh, I don't hear you guys. Actually, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear you. Yeah, uh, Chloe, I, I just said that you have uh, you worked for big companies like Orange, and uh, it's kind of company who are looking constantly for benchmarking all innovation. Uh, with your experience, your background, what kind of uh, use case uh, do you see? Can we expect emerging in the next few months or years in terms of uh, customer experience? Yes, so like um, what I've seen a lot is that, uh, for example, with for example with VR, it's being used a lot in the industry. For example, when you want to showcase a product with like kind of like really big, for example, like just a plane or whatever, even like just an an industry uh, project. When you're using VR, you can really kind of like immerse yourself, and it's been easier to get the image of how it could be and make a decision for the customer. But where I've seen also um, most and more use is all into like education. Because for example, when you immerse somebody in a situation, yeah. it can be an industry, it can be about like uh, teaching the people inside a company, um, how to react in a very dangerous situation, for example. And so when you put somebody uh, visually uh, with a feeling of being in this situation, then the learning is so much better. And so I've seen a lot and a lot more use cases in the educational vertical uh, because you can really uh, bring the gamification also inside and also education process is being more lived with a different perspective where your brain really memorize it better actually yeah I, I i do agree ravi you you want maybe uh share your 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 ideas yeah no, sure i mean uh for virtual reality i've got two examples that i have kind of experienced attending some of the seminars and these are two different uh, very different examples that i would want to bring up one is about troubleshooting Uh, customers could really be enabled or at least the engineers could be really enabled with virtual reality uh, in, when they are getting involved into troubleshooting and the classic example that I have experienced is a car mechanic uh, imagine how you would use virtual reality troubleshooting a car Uh, let's say you have a breakdown you reach a garage and you see a mechanic wearing a headgear and a and a kind of the joystick in his hand and, and he just plugs it in your car and he has the complete visualization of your car that vertical dissection of it and then he's going through it and at the end when he is able to root cause the problem he could pretty much 
order the replacement part right from there. And I've seen this, there's a company called as Ray Vector. Uh, they have made this tool and they're in production right now. The other example that I want to call upon uh, is more of VR and AR or virtual reality, augmented reality, wherein it has been used in medical, like, like uh, wherein we have these fears some people have fear of snakes, hives, dogs, you name it, right? So how do the doctors or the clinical specialists treat them? Do you really take them and drop them in the ditch of snakes to make them get away from that fear of snakes? Obviously, obviously no. So how do you really solve that? So technology has solved that fear or, or has solved that problem altogether. What you can do is you could have your patients wear the headgear, wear the accessories, and have that experiential feeling. And then you could have all your uh, plugs and switches connected to your patient and be able to kind of make each pulse of that individual and be able to kind of then understand the behavior based on this technology rather than having that person actually go through the pain of getting the fear rather than induce it with their technology. And that's where I think we are is going to be massive for humankind and i've seen that happening uh, at least in a demo and i was like totally blown my mind it's a, it's a really interesting first time i i, I hear this uh, you know uh, using uh, virtual reality uh, uh, to keep to deal with uh, this uh, phobia or uh, fear it's 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 interesting i was uh, visualizing uh, how, how it could be uh, someone want uh, uh, reacts yeah chloe yeah, um, actually, I've seen it also um, in uh, hospital also when they're doing operation. So nowadays, when you're getting operated in some hospital, you can choose to just get um, like a transplant to not feel the pain. Or you can also choose to be hypnotized. This is something uh, that uh, is being taught. Uh, I don't know about uh, other country, but in France, especially, uh, you can decide to be hypnotized, not to feel the pain at all. And so, when they do this on you, they make you um, use your brain, you use your imagination when you have to uh, kind of imagine you are in somewhere uh, really nice. You are just laying on the beach and stuff. So you just um, projecting your mind somewhere else, so you don't feel what is happening in the reality. But when you using the VR uh, system, then it gets easier to do this kind of process because then you got not only the imagination, but you can really live the moment. You you can really bring the patient in a place where he is he has son, he has also a guide who is telling him what to sing, where to put his mind. And then we see many, many amazing results with using this technology. We're really improving the fact that you don't need to inject anything anymore in your body, just not to feel the pain. But with this technology, it's really bringing you somewhere else, actually. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's it's really uh, uh, interesting uh, point of view. I, I was just also uh, uh, trying to to figure out. Uh, do you know if there is current study on this kind of uh, topic, the use uh, of virtual reality metaverse in the medical domain, guys? Yeah, medical is very strong. Yeah, um, there's Oxford uh, Medical, which is doing some excellent stuff in the UK right now, and getting a flush of funding too. There are 
Interestingly, one of the main immersive technologies I've seen when it comes to medical was the Microsoft Kinect being used to create simulations, which is such a throwback, but still quite common, remarkably. And yeah, um, what I find most interesting about the sector is the amount of funding. So as part of my role within the immersive, I do notice a lot of press releases and news when it comes to medical companies, especially immersive technologies, getting their funding and getting more investments as well. So it strikes me as an area of continued and persistent interest, which is happening too. Uh, one more, which I found, which is quite interesting, is I believe it was called Virtuleap is a company. They did a, a study on the use of virtual reality in ADHD. Now, that's really interesting because it's the first of its kind to explore how immersive technologies will be impacting the, men the mental health of other people, how it can help with something like ADHD as well. And it's just one of those areas where there seems to be new things happening all the time when it comes to it because it's based on the sound principles we've already been discussing on this call. My recommendation to the panelists and to the listeners is to keep a cautious and interested eye in the medical sector because we're going to see it more and more. We'll see it quickly develop in the US. We're going to see it evolve more slowly in the UK purely because of the way our health system is set up to an extent. Um, and we're going to see some great innovations across in other countries as well. It, it, it sounds uh, really uh, promising. Guys, we are close to uh, to the end of uh, this first uh, panel. I, I will uh, give you the, the mic if you want to summarize your point of view, your vision. The last 12 years. What? One more point uh, uh, coming from Tom was about investment and, and the funding that each of these organizations are receiving. Now, when we talk about dollars, there is another factor as to how should should we even go and invest in VR for a technology company. So here's my uh, two cents on that is like when we invest in a virtual reality technology as a technology company, it really reduces your customer acquisition cost. Today, when we are in the physical world, we have to invest in physical interfaces. You have to have those physical capability to meet and touch people or at least have those physical interfaces where your customers would engage with your product and services. But if you invest in virtual reality where your customers or your prospects could basically experience your product as a whole, it really reduces the overall acquisition cost in the long run. And, and that's where it's going to be a massive game changer compared to the current situation. Uh, so for me, uh, if I have to sum up the technology of Gamify, we need to use it. Companies that are not using it should start imbibing it because it really helps customer adoption of your product. And with VR, it's really important that customers can do that, really try and buy a situation becomes a bigger game changer for the companies. So that's where I kind of sum up. Thank you. Well, thank you, uh, Arid. Uh, Christian? Oh, many thanks to, to invite this panel. It was a quite interesting thing. As uh, therefore, just, just uh, would like to is for the issue and Gamify will be really combined in the next couple of years. That my last uh, day. Thank you. Uh, Chloe, the last word? 
Yeah, I just wanted to point that what is also most important when talking about technology and adoption as a brand uh, to really focus about how to make the people getting to VR or getting into gamify and the web three world without talking too much about like what is the technology behind and just really focus about the customer experience and how you can bring them into this, um, how you can make them using innovation without even really realizing it. It's all about, we don't really care about what technology is behind. And it's, I think what brands really focus on is also how to make it really accessible and easy to use without talking about many complicated uh, technical uh, verbs and, and so on. I, I do agree. I used to say that we, we should be focused on the simplification, big bang. You know, we are constantly uh, trying to deliver the best innovation. It's a crazy race, but I, I think we could we could uh, hold on a bit, step step down, and uh, thinking about uh, simplifying the the end user experience if we we want to expect uh, real mass adoption. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot, guys, uh, for being there one more time. Christian, Ravi, Chloe, Tom, it was uh, a really uh, a pleasure for me. Uh, hope to see you soon. And uh, let's jump in the next uh, panel discussion. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks again to our guests and thank you everyone for listening. Thanks also to the Barium Music team for providing their music. You can check them out on bariammusic.com. All of the supporting information is on our website, blockchainrecorded.com. You can listen to us on Google, Apple, and Amazon podcasts, as well as on YouTube, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can follow us on Twitter and YouTube, where we are super grateful for your support. Stay tuned for our next episode.